I'd like to say a special thanks to L'Oreal Paris for supporting this episode of Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. Did you know that a shocking 80% of women in the UK have reported experiencing street harassment in public spaces? This year, L'Oreal Paris has joined forces with the Susie Lamplew Trust to help raise awareness of street harassment through bystander intervention training. L'Oreal Paris is also donating 100% of L'Oreal profits from sales of its new limited edition Color Riche Satin Lipstick to the charity, available exclusively at Superdrug. So today's guest is founder of WeGlow, Steph Williams. She tells us all of her top skincare tips. It does definitely start with what you're putting into your body massively. Diet has such an impact, as we all know. Gives us the inside scoop on how she keeps her hair soft and healthy. My mum was a hairdresser, so I was very fortunate growing up with her. And she's always had like really, really long hair. And she's always like, don't dye your hair. And reveals her nail care must-dos. What you're eating and stuff like that, obviously, I do think does have a help in the strength of them. That's kind of what my advice in getting manicures, trying not to put, like have, give them a break. So here she is. Hello and welcome, Steph. How are you today? Good. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much for uh, for coming on. And I'm very excited to chat through all of your no doubt uh, amazing advice. Before we got into that, I just wanted to ask about your beauty vibe in general. So what is your beauty cupboard like? Do you keep things quite streamlined? Do you go all out trying new things? What is your vibe? I'm very much when I find something I like, I do tend to stick with it. And then if I do try something new, I tend to try lots of new things at the same time, which is very bad. You shouldn't do that. If you're going to try something new, it should be once. But then I always just go back to what I pretty much always use. Unless I find something which is like really stands out, then I'll tend to sort of stick to what I know. You're tried and tested. That's very good for this podcast though, because then you can give all of your really tried, put through their paces products. Yeah. I mean, I've also tried salt on my face as an exfoliator which I cannot do not try that that was terrible what happened how did this come about I ran out of exfoliator and I was like keep intending to buy it and I was like I need to buy it and it literally went two months and I was like this is terrible like I need like my face I was like I just felt like I need to scrub it and I was like the sea take it for you so then I like got the like salt put it into my cleanser and then I spoke to like a beauty guru about like five days later and she was like do not do that that is terrible and I was like, oh no, I really thought I was onto something. Yeah. I've got this at-home hack, guys. I've figured it yeah. out. Yeah, that is terrible. Do not do it. So don't put salt in your cleanser. That is a solid piece of advice to start on. Other than that, hopefully it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, brilliant. Well, we'll jump into your five best pieces of advice then. And let's start with skincare. So what is your best piece of skincare advice? So I always use vitamin C. That's kind of like my go-to with everything. I think it's so dependent, obviously, with skincare. Everyone has different skin types and stuff. So you can't be like too reliant on other people. Try and find people, um, if you're going to follow them online, you have like a similar skin type, et cetera. And obviously with skincare, it does definitely start with what you're putting into your body massively. Diet has such an impact, as we all know, on like our skin, our hair, and obviously like staying hydrated, trying not to get too much sun, yeah, just kind of, I think those would be the first of all, yes, it's with what you eat and then making sure that we're having lots of staying hydrated and then, yeah, finding products that work for you. And I think 
less is more sometimes. There's so many products out there. I think it's, you know, I've definitely done it before. It gets super overwhelmed with the amount of products that there are and you want to try everything. You see something new, you see something trending. But I think, yeah, it's good to kind of like find, you know, for example, like vitamin C that really works well for me. So like I stick with that, I always use it. And oil base as well works for me. So I know that works. And then it's just a case of having like certain serums to go alongside it. But yeah, I would definitely say... If you're solely basing on products with skincare, that's where you're probably going wrong. So you're taking an inside out approach and boosting that with your kind of active ingredients like vitamin C, which you're using on a daily basis. Yeah, exactly. See all that waffle and you just nailed it in the sentence. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, no, stellar advice. And what are your kind of go-to vitamin C formulas and what do you notice that vitamin C does for your skin? So I use face one. And then I also use uh, Sunday Rye CEO Glow and it just brightens the oil. I feel like just makes my skin texture improve. And then the vitamin C, I just feel like really helps brighten my face straight away. And I love oil because it means that you can give like a little skin massage as well, which yeah, I do like to do. Not a skin massage, like a face sculpting for like a few minutes. I've got you. And do you do that every day? And it's the Sunday Riley one, isn't it? That has that bit of an oily texture Yes, that you can work in. Am I right? Yes. And what are your kind of tips for that self-massage? I mean, I know on the podcast, you can't see us right now, but there's the hands going, it's pushing up the cheeks. I don't know if you've slept, it can get rid of any puffiness helps with things like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Kind of upward motion, don't like drag down on your face if you're going to put oil on and then obviously like don't go like too hard around your eyes um I did a skincare video once on YouTube and I got very told off (laughs) by people (laughs) but also you're saying about don't like introducing one product at a time which is really important to see if that product works but also to see if you're trying three new products at the same time one you don't know which is the one that's doing good if it is or that they can interact with each other. So is that something that you tend to avoid? Yes, I think I've definitely learned the hard way. I try something and I actually have no idea which one I like now because I've tried all of them at once. So yeah, it's definitely good to like incorporate slowly. I recently started using the Beachy, I think it's um, it's in a blue, it's like blue bottle. Oh, that's going to be really annoying. I should know the that. The 89 serum? Yes, that one. And that one, I felt like really transformed my skin. I didn't get a spot for months and months and months. And usually like around the time my period and stuff, I'll like have a breakout and I just didn't. And that was the only thing that I changed. So you knew you were on to a winner. And then obviously I said, oh, wow, I'm having such good skin at the moment. And then it was like, bam, spots. <laughs> They let people listen. Yeah, they do. We can never (laughs) say that to ourselves, can we? No. Just don't ever say it. Never again. What else is in your kind of daytime routine then? If vitamin C is the kind of hero product, what are you pairing that with? The Vichy. So I will put the serum on first or I'll use a SkinCeuticals corrector, which they have so many incredible ones. And then I will use the vitamin C oil as my moisturizer. I also have another moisturizer, which I'll tend to just like wear to the gym, which has like turmeric base, which is like good for puffiness and just has like goodness in it. So yeah, I won't wear the oily one to the gym because I mean, I sweat so much and the oil just doesn't help. It's not working with it. It's not good. So I will just use like a a normal moisturizer for, for the gym. I love that you have that though. You've got your separate gym kit. Yes. When it comes to skincare. I don't want to waste my oil, you see. Because it just will just be sweated off very, very quickly. Yeah. We're not wasting the Sunday ride. No, exactly. 
And then, yeah, I also, which I actually haven't spoken about before, but I mean, you've seen probably all the like washer and all those tools and everything. And my husband bought me the face gym one where it's like the radio frequency. Oh, nice. Your face does like crazy things when it, when you put it on your face with the serum. But for example, if I've got like an event or anything like that, I mean, it's amazing to use every day. If I had the time, I definitely would. But I use that and I think it's so good for depuffing and lifting. And it, I like swear by it. Honestly, sometimes I wake up in the morning, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like if you've had loads of like salt or anything and I use that and it just is does wonders. So I really recommend that one as well as well. So investing in the tech. Yeah, exactly. That's a bit more of an investment. But then mm. if you don't get facials and things like that, because I, I get facials very, very occasionally, but that one's more just like for your actual like, structure and deeper thing. So yeah, it's great. I love a tool as well that you can just rely on. One, it feels like a bit of a self-care DIY you know, facial situation, but that they really do give results. Yeah. Oh my God, exactly. And you actually zone out and you do it and it's just like a bit of time for yourself. Absolutely. All the time for ourselves. It's always good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's talk about hair care then. What is your best piece of hair care advice? So my mum was a hairdresser. So I was very fortunate growing up with her and she's always had like really, really long hair and she's always like, don't dye your hair. You know, like don't pluck your eyebrows. She's always been, you know, and she said, I've done all the mistakes. Like don't, don't do certain things. So I don't dye my hair. And obviously that's when you put dye on your hair, that's then you're going to be more prone for like breakage. I can confirm that. Yeah. Bleach within an inch of its life and snaps all the time. Yeah. And your hair is fabulous and looks glossy and healthy. So I'm very jealous. I mean, right now I have a platin, which is covered in oil because I'm trying to grow my hair at the moment. So I'm trying to like put as like minimal heat on it as possible and then let it always, try and let it always air dry where I can. And then like, if it's getting a bit greasy, then I just literally lather it in oil, either put it in a plait or a bun and then let it be. And then thankfully I have my mum who does give me regular little trims because obviously if you get split ends, that's where your hair starts to break and that's where I get shorter. Mm. So she'll give me like a tiny little trim I saw on the weekend and just gave me a little trim so that I can try and like, you're probably thinking you're growing your hair out, your hair's down to your ass. Like what are you trying to do? I've been trying to grow my hair for the last 10 years and I barely like it's barely grown an inch so any tips I'm doing the plait in fact I did that the other day Millie McIntosh came on the podcast and she was telling me how she does that at night she'll do what you do put it in a plait and then she puts a sock over the top apparently a TikTok thing so I did that the other day and it did make my frazzled useless hair a little bit softer oh there we go I mean I'm just grim and I'm doing it in the day walking around like covered in like oil but that's probably quite a good idea to do it at night although apparently you shouldn't sleep with your hair wet at night that's like one of the worst things you can do but I maybe we'll try the sock I'll give it a go and let you know if you find a sock that's long enough for your very long hair <laughs> yeah but to be fair actually I do also sleep on um silk pillow which is going to be like much better for your hair I bought myself one and then my husband was like this is so soft and he stole it so I got another one and I feel like that is helpful as well and then I also I can't remember what brand but I bought um so essentially like the sock vibe but it's silk so you wrap your head in like a silk scarf so you don't get damaged to your hair and then obviously things um so I actually get if I'm like stressed or you know I get 
almost like psoriasis on my hair, like a really bad dandruff. So I use a sculpt like exfoliator and then I also use shampoo, um, which then treats that. It's called like Nisrol, Nisrol, I think. It's like 2% one like prescribed from the doctor. So I do use that shampoo, which can be quite like stripping of your hair. So I'll try and use that if it's really bad, like two times a week, and then use another shampoo to just kind of, you know, make sure that it's not stripping. And then also use a hair mask because if you're using something like that, which is actually treating your scalp and that it's going to damage your hair. So I do try and do like a hair mask as well. So yeah. It all sounds a lot, actually, when I'm saying it out loud. I'm like, there's a lot of things that are going on. Well, it's clearly working. So <laughs> we need to know the products. What? Because you said your silk um, pillow. What is the brand of your silk pillow? I think it might be a slip one, you know, actually. I love the slip ones. Yeah. I've got one, like, really bright pink one and then, like, a softer pink one. Yeah, but, yeah, I think fab. they're probably both slip. And then I use the Kerastase exfoliator on my head I probably do that once every like couple weeks and then hair mask the Garnier one's actually really good it comes in like those big massive pots and it's like yeah the big pots yeah like the three-in-one yeah I really like that one Kerastase one is also lovely what's the oil I need to know the oil oh so I use the Kerastase oil that's that's the one that I use the Moroccan oil is also really nice but you I feel like the Kerastase one you just don't need as much but yeah either one of those are yeah really good okay I've got a really good hair care shopping list now that's great out <laughs> today yeah and then another thing as well if you've got split ends just like roll your hair up in I don't know how to describe this so vocally without using my hands I'm so handsy everything I say is with like a twist, my hands twist. Well. like a twist, twist yeah hair, and then yeah. when you can like see the um split ends coming out just kind of like give them like a trim not like an aggressive trim but like a little trim because obviously that's where that's why our hair doesn't it's growing but it's splitting at the end so we need to just like control that um mm. so yeah that's another tip I guess which my mum has always said for me to do she's just the fountain of knowledge like you could just oh. keep getting all of her tips I'm jealous that you get to have really regular trims then as well because that just makes such a difference to her it does and oh my god because my mum's always cut my hair until recently when I got like a some bangs cut in last year it was the year before and I went to hairdressers, first of all, just for like a regular haircut, like an inch off the bottom. Was it 90 quid? I was like, sorry. I was like, what do you, what do you mean? And I was like, mum, like, please come to the to rescue. Yeah. I was like, this is the most expensive thing. And then my friends are like, yeah, if you go and dye your hair, it's like 300 quid. And I'm like, whoa, that is very lucky for my mum. She'll love that as well. The fountain of knowledge. Oh. <laughs> that'll that will just because she always says to me I've told you that I told you that you know like classic mums well if she's listening the fountain of knowledge I'm sure she will be <laughs> okay brilliant let's go into your third piece of advice and talk about makeup then what is your best piece of makeup advice makeup advice I probably would say I'm actually much more of like a skincare person than the older I'm guessing I kind of actually regret wearing as much makeup as I did when I was younger because I don't think you appreciate just like your face and when you're young it's just like you just don't need to go in with all the the heavy makeup and I think it's about just like enhancing yourself rather than trying to like completely transform I'd say to try and not wear makeup for me I try not to wear makeup every day like get used to your face as your face without makeup and then when you do put it on, it's just like a nice kind of like, oh, I look a bit more like fresh and awake and find like 
three key products that are your kind of go-to. So like if you're in a rush or anything, like for me, I'm like a bit of concealer, blush always, and then bronze. Because with bronze as well, you can put it on your eyes, like your lips, and same with the blusher. Um, so I say like those are my three must-haves. And a lip gloss, you can't, you've always got to have... Always got to have a glass. Always got to have a glass. Glass hand. <laughs> yeah. Essential. Honestly, my handbag is just like, the amount of lip liners and lip glosses I have is actually, it's not okay. <laughs> it's, it's not normal. Yeah, I'm with you. I've probably got three in my handbag right now that I'm looking at. So I'm definitely with you. Yeah. <laughs> so what about your concealer, your blush and your bronzer? What are your kind of go-to products at the moment? Um, so at the moment I'm using the Chanel Cream bronzer so good it's so good it's so good you just and it's so pretty it is so pretty <laughs> it looks nice it's like oh chanel like every time i do it, i'm like you know it's like a nice and yeah it's just like i love cream base makeup i don't know if you find that as well i just find that powder is a bit cakey so i tend to go with cream and then the refi blush which is a cream base as well I think it's citrine. Citrine is the one that I use. I love those blushes as well. They're so good. They're so nice, creamy. Yeah. yeah. And they actually, I feel like, last on your face as well. What else did I say? I love the Evlom. It's called Kiss Mix Lip Balm. Really nice sheen. Then be good for your lips and stuff like that as well. Concealer? Concealer. So I bounce between the NARS Custard, which is in like the little... That's exactly what I use. Is it? <laughs> it's yeah. so good. I love Nars makeup as well. Also, custard just seems to be the one a lot of my friends yeah, use as well. Yeah, I don't know. Do you use the stick one or the pot? So I use the pot. Yeah, the soft matte one. And then I like dab my beauty blender with a setting spray and then bam, bam. Oh, I like that tip. Yeah, setting spray as well. I use the Cosmetics Green setting spray. Like, swear by that one. I've not tried that one. Oh, it's really good. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to put it on the list. Day. And how long would you say that makeup routine takes you to do, like the three? Products? Oh, that can be very, very quick. <sighs> like two minutes, done. Yeah, that can be like a bam, bam, bam. But like five minutes, let's say. But if I'm like really rushing, it can be quick because it's kind of, yeah, we'll, I've been doing it for a long time. So I was also a makeup artist when I was like 21, 22. So that's another thing as well. I think I'm kind of, I did it all and I'm a bit like, oh, I just want something that's like quick, efficient, keeps you looking fresh. I don't really love wearing mascara. I don't know if you find that as well, but I just like literally just itch my eyes if I have it on. I touch my eyes a lot. I do wear mascara, but I also love LVL. I don't know if you've ever had LVL. No. Like lash lift. Oh. Oh, it's so good. See, I'm such a wimp when it comes to anything like that, that like might like change you or like putting something like that I'm just scared it's going to like cut my eyelashes off or anything or people get like eyebrows laminated and I'm like oh I'm just scared my eyebrows are going to fall out I had the lamination on my eyebrows and I wasn't that one wasn't so much for me but LVL lashes okay. I think because I have quite straight lashes and they're like fairly blonde when I have that and the tint honestly it makes so much difference and I don't wear mascara when I have that and it doesn't make your eyelashes fall out. No, it makes them so much longer. It makes mine look healthier. Oh. You can use a serum over the top, but it's, it is amazing. Okay. Yeah, because I'm also saying I've got quite straight eyelashes. Okay. Right. If, if my eyelashes fall out, I'm going to come. <laughs> you're going to come and come get me. You. Yeah, I'm going to say, listen. <laughs> but I think you're going to, Charlie Howard, who also came on the podcast, her eyelashes are insane. And she has it done. Have a look on her Instagram. 
if you have straight eyelashes, hers are like insane long and amazing. And that is LVL. Okay. Thank you for the tip. Report back. I will let you know. <laughs> but again, I, I am a wimp. The, the chance of me doing something like that. I'll see. Maybe. Maybe. See how you go. <laughs> yeah. And we will be right back after this little aside on our series partner, L'Oreal Paris. Together, L'Oreal Paris and the Susie Lampu Trust, the pioneering personal safety and anti-stalking charity, have partnered up on the Stand Up Against Street Harassment Bystander Intervention Training, which is available for anyone to do through an in-person, workshop or online. The training is designed to equip people with the skills to safely and effectively diffuse incidents of street harassment when they witness them. In addition to this, L'Oreal Paris has launched Lipstick Is Not A Yes, a limited edition Colorige satin lipstick available exclusively at Superdrug. Developed from the first red Colorige lipstick introduced 37 years ago, the bullet of this bold red lipstick is embossed with a feminist symbol of sorority. Okay, let's move on to your fourth piece of advice and talk about nails. What is your best piece of nail care advice? Nail care... Um... <laughs> I'm only saturated because with my nails, again, I think it was like, same with hair as well, with like diet and stuff. But I do think with nails, what you're eating and stuff like that, obviously I do think does have a help in the strength of them. That's kind of what my advice in getting manicures, trying not to put, like give them a break if you're going to do gel and things like that. I recently actually got my nails quite long, like the longest thing that they've ever been. And then obviously they broke. But that's just because doing everything. So I think like, I like that kind of like bit shorter, clean girl aesthetic, just a very light color. If I have any bold color on my nails, I like it for about a day. And then I'm like, oh, I hate them. Get it away. I'm the same. I have the same color every time. And when I look at my nails and they're bright, I just find it really distracting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I have friends who changed, you know, my friend Lisa, Lisa Potter-Dixon, has the most amazing nails, new nails like every week. They're long, they're colorful, they're nail art. And like, she's so experimental with them. And I wish I was like that, but no, I'm, I'm very boring yeah tried and tested though I know what I like yeah exactly no I've definitely done that because I see girls like that and I'm like oh, like you look so together you know like if your nails are, are nice and I see it and I'm like yeah like you've just said I've tried it and then I'm like oh no what have I done and then I'm back getting them just like normal beige color but I also think it's nice and then also for filming it's like my nails are all the same so we don't know that could have been last week it could have been last <laughs> day it's all a guessing <laughs> yeah exactly so recently I've actually started doing like layers. I go to my nail shop and it's kind of like a very nudey, almost see-through, like pinky color. And then on top, it's like a very see-through white. So it's still quite sheer, but still has that pink. So you can kind of see your natural white coming through. So, you know, like a French manicure, it just looks like that, but a little bit more natural. I mean, that sounds like my dream manicure. Yes. It's just really fresh, short. Yeah. Glossy. Yeah, I'm with you. So, yeah, I mean, pretty boring, to be honest with you. I did try the Hailey Bieber nails. Did you? How did it go? I mean, to be fair, I've been mean, very distracting. <laughs> like you just said, I had them on and I was like, 
look at me. I was like, like, honestly, I was like, this is 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 the new me. This is me. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. And then again, like a day later, I was like, oh, I'm not sure about these. And then I got them changed back to what I normally do. But it was, it was fun. They're actually my favorite, like different nails. (laughs) And it's really not that different because it's just like a bit more shiny. But yeah, they're my favorite different nails I've probably ever done. So yeah, if you want to dip into it, yeah, it's a really good one. Yeah. I mean, I've wanted to try it for ages I'll give it a go yeah maybe I will you've inspired me I'll do the the eye lift thing yeah and you can try you can try the nails and we can report back okay deal deal done yep. let's talk about your fifth piece of advice and talk about body care then what is your best piece of body care advice so moisturizing probably get a just I love oil-based products and I tend to have moisturizer that is more oil-based like I use the tropic it's like body like body cream or something. It's in like a pot. But basically the key is when you get out of the shower, don't fully dry yourself. So your body's like still wet. So then and then you apply it. And then the moisturizer, whether it's oil-based or not, just rubs in so, so much better. You save so much moisturizer <laughs> because you just don't need as much and you're not there for like ages. Because I hate anything that's like too like long or you know like moisturizing your body just feels like serious chore but like if you're still a little bit damp and then do it super quick absorbs fast and then just yeah skin is like nice and hydrated and glowy so I'd probably say that was my my tip for that one my friend told me about that about 10 years ago like just after I started in the industry it is a game changer it really really works yeah I think with skincare as well I tend to do that especially if I have a like a Hyaluron acid serum. I'll always make sure my face is a little bit damp. Is that that word? Damp. <laughs> but the like, if you spritz a little Roche Posay like mist on and then apply, like it works so much better. And yeah, again, love that tip. If your body is a little bit wet from the shower still, then your body moisturizer is going to work harder. But like, that's a good tip as well if it lasts way longer. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Lucky you've got. I just did it by mistake because I was being lazy and didn't dry myself properly. <laughs> and you're like, I found this incredible thing. Yeah, literally, I was like, this is, I'm so innovative. I've come up with this thing. And then I put it on my story and I was like, yeah, I've been doing that for ages. And I was like, what's oh, <laughs> Well, you find you found it yourself. I know. No, but it's such a good tip. I didn't realize the face one, actually. I mean, that would make sense as well. That's a great tip. Thanks. I will have to try that one. I have the, um, is it the Claudie? I've, oh, yeah. Cordially spray is amazing. I blame my dyslexia, but how do you say it? Cordially, I think. Yeah, quarterly. Yeah, quarterly. <laughs> yeah, that that. So maybe I'll I'll give that one a go and then go in with my serum. Yeah, see if that makes a difference for you. I definitely find it does, and I love a face spray. Quarterly one's amazing, and it smells amazing. Yeah, it does. It smells so good. I really go in on that. It's not like two sprays. I'm there for a while. Just, just so good. And the so the Tropic Body Moisturizer. Do you ever do things like scrubs or anything like that, or? Do you find the moisturizer just works on its own? I actually don't do, no, I don't do scrubs. I'm really bad. For only the last like few years, it was actually lockdown. I started moisturizing my body properly. I never, never did it before. Ever? No, never. No. Honestly, like the, the odds, just the odd, odd occasion I would do it. Again, I think just because it just felt like every time I put moisturizer on, it gets, just goes all crumpy and it takes so long. And I'm like stood there covered in moisturizer like now what so I think I just was like oh whatever but now I'm like oh my god I can't believe I did that that was terrible I could have been glowing 
also there's really amazing oil that's also like scented it actually stays on your skin and it keeps it like so glowy you know sometimes obviously moisturizers you put them on and then like throughout the day it's not as glossy every single time I have this on people comment on my skin I've actually never told anyone this before I'm I need to stop gatekeeping things it's terrible what is it so it is the diptyque oil right I've never tried body oil it's like a spray and just on your like chest or like on your legs I put it on oh. my, my legs sometimes and it's not doesn't look oily your skin it just makes your skin look insane and I bet it smells amazing it smells good as well and then if you layer that with another perfume oh. so I put that on and then you put another perfume on it's just oh my god it's ridiculous I am so sold <laughs> I need to get that right now yeah let me know because that one's like one of my faves especially a bit on holiday like when you've got your arms out or you like yeah yeah I bet it's amazing holiday vibes yeah 100% five amazing pieces of advice thank you for sharing and we finish each episode on a bit of a light-hearted note and talk about beauty blunders have you had any funny beauty blunders um I had the wax pop and was gonna do my mustache um you know it has to be done. So I put it on and I just got out of the shower. I just started dating Alex, my husband at the time. And I was like, oh, look freaky. This is like, what, nine years ago. And so I left the wax on the hob. Well, in the hob on the hob in the kitchen. On the hob in the <gasps> kitchen. Yeah. This is no. old school. So this, yeah, this is like nine years ago. So like, don't know, I didn't put it in the microwave. Don't know why. So yeah, I left it in there, boiling in the water, went upstairs, so like, oh, looking cute just started dating this new guy I'm gonna send him some cute little naked selfies um <laughs> and literally like taking Got like selfies. yeah and then all of a sudden like I like smell I was like oh my god that smell and then the fire alarms are going absolutely like going off I went down the stairs and when I say like the kitchen was full of smoke I honestly like it was actually oh terrifying god, no. um and then I basically was like the the hob was on fire the the pan sorry so it properly lit on fire because all the water so had boiled away and then the wax pot and everything. So it was a full on like fire going. I was like, oh my no. God. And then I got the, um, I'd been making pancakes in the morning. So it was the first thing was that I grabbed the pancake mix. I chucked it over the fire and then it spatted back onto me. And I was like, oh my fucking God, I have pancake wax on my, on me. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, but this fire is still going on. So then um, like just got water, but then you shouldn't put that on fire. So then I just got the tea towel, like put it over and put it out. I'm there naked, like this like smoke everywhere. I'm like, oh my God, I've got like wax on me. You know, <laughs> I obviously then did later like go to like hospital and stuff. But yeah, the selfies turned out great and you know, I'm still with them. So <laughs> you must have... <laughs> he enjoyed that but yeah I still had the scars so um this story took so many turns <laughs> that sounds so traumatic no it was fine I can't believe you and the burn on the pancake mix <laughs> and that you threw the pancake mix <laughs> on it oh no yeah I wasn't expecting that but oh, no. like you say the naked selfies yeah exactly they were great they were great and and they, they did the trick nine years later exactly I'm now married so yeah there we go but yeah just uh, avoid yeah. basically doing the wax on the hob if anyone's doing that yes do not try that yeah at home. exactly exactly yeah that's probably my biggest my biggest fail ever yeah I mean it's quite quite intense yeah well <laughs> I still wax my moustache though so that's uh that's all good and now you've got the better better wax going <laughs> yeah exactly exactly 
there we go i love i'm just like exposing myself as well here good times yeah naked <laughs> selfies everything love it but brilliant thank you so much for coming on steph it was lovely to chat to you all thank of your you. amazing advice and thank you to everyone for listening as well thank you for having me and thanks again to l'oreal paris for supporting this episode of grazia beauty life lessons While harassment sadly remains a reality for many, the partnership between L'Oreal Paris and the Susie Lampu Trust is a reminder that while it's easy to feel powerless, together we are stronger. We can all do our bit by taking the bystander intervention training at standup-uk.com. To further support, L'Oreal Paris is donating 100% profits of the L'Oreal Paris Colourige Satin Red Lipstick 